Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Friday, everybody. Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. What's up? It's your girl. It's Michaela Perkins, and it's Sean Defy. What's poppin'? How's it going, Sean? Feeling good? Yeah? Terrible year's almost over. Oh, my God. It's been a rough one. (laughs) Yeah, nah, it's... Hasn't been ideal uh, if you're a fan of Arizona sports teams, so hopefully 2023 can be a a little a little better a little bit better marginally better uh we are going to be going through our new year's resolutions for our arizona sports teams in 2023 but this show is going to be a positive one you know we've all been in the trenches together battling through this (laughs) horrible year but it's okay we made it through and 2023 is gonna be a great year i'm manifesting it i'm not letting any negative energy affect how i feel i can't get worse right what? I can't get much worse, right? I mean, <laughs> sports-wise. Sports-wise, it can't get much worse. I think we might have hit rock bottom right? in a lot of different ways. So hopefully it doesn't get any worse. Um, but it's going to be great. But before we get into that, Sean, how's your holiday week? Um, do you celebrate Christmas? Did you have a yeah. Christmas? I was. I mean, I was here for Christmas. Um, if you haven't seen what's been going on in the East Coast, wouldn't have been able to travel home for Christmas even if I wanted to. So yeah. I was here, me and my cat. You know, did a little work, produced the Cardinal show, uh, but it was good. It was relaxing. I just I sat in my house all day and just vibe. May, may or may not have, you know, dabbled in the OGs. We could talk about that later, but uh, it was it was a pretty good Christmas. How was yours? Good. It was good. I got to go home. I did brave the crazy travel scene and tried to uh, navigate my way to Colorado. I made it. Thankfully, I did not fly Southwest. I flew Frontier, which everyone makes fun of me for. But Frontier came through. Freaking Frontier Airlines was one of the only ones that made it out of DIA that week. So you know what? I'm going to keep flying my budget airline and the rest of you <laughs> hey, can enjoy your canceled flights on Southwest. If okay? it works, it works. <laughs> but it is good that you didn't go back to the East Coast because yeah. it was a mess up there. Yeah. Um, Buffalo is like under eight feet of snow right now. Yeah. So yep. it's a good thing you stayed here. But the one thing about Arizona that I love more than anything else is that we don't have to worry about snow here True. because it's Arizona and it's beautiful. And it's going to be beautiful in January when we head out to the Dobson Ranch Mm -hmm. Driving Range for our PHNX Tea Party. We are super stoked for this event. We're going to be renting out the entire driving range. We're also going to be watching the Suns take on the Timberwolves on Friday, January 13th at 5.30 p.m. There's going to be mini games, food and drink, merch, contest prizes, a kids clinic for kids under 10. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. There's Mm -hmm. literally so many reasons to come out. Um, You can get your tickets by clicking the link in our description. 
or by going to our events uh, website, our events tab on our website. And while you're there, make sure that you check out some Bad Birdie gear if you need to gear up for this event. Sean, I know you love Bad Birdie. I see you wearing it all the time. I already got my outfit picked out for the the tea party. There you go. So if you need a new outfit for our Dobson Ranch Golf event, you can head over to badbirdie.com, badbirdiegolf.com. Use promo code PHNX underscore sports 15 for 15% off your entire Bad Birdie order. I'm super stoked for this, Sean. Are you? Yeah, I can't wait. First off, like if you're going to be bad at something, which I am at golf, at least look good doing it. So I'll, <laughs> you could, if, the, if all the stuff that Mac laid out wasn't enticing enough, you get to watch me embarrass myself. So that, <laughs> that, that should be lucrative. But listen, I'm embarrassed myself swinging a golf club. I'm not going to be embarrassed myself with my fit. Yeah, so especially if you're new hair. You got to like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it's got to come. That's, the, that's the, the the problem I have now, though. Is do I do I do I? I'm gonna have to hide the hair to rock the the bad birdie hat. Oh, so, that's a dilemma. It is a little bit of a dilemma, <laughs> but the bad birdie has. I think as good as the hair looks, the bad birdie has gonna look a little better. So All probably right. gonna go that way. There you go. If you want to look good and then also watch Sean be bad at golf, <laughs> make sure you get your tickets to our event and uh, swag yourself out with some bad birdie merch all right well it's been a minute since i've been on the show i miss hosting i feel like i'm like (laughs) i know i feel like i haven't seen you in like a month i know it's been forever i've been hibernating i know it doesn't snow in arizona but it's freezing outside right now which is why i'm wearing my sweatshirt because 57 degrees what are you talking about freezing that's it is freezing perfect weather i I was talking to max about this i love this you can see this the fog rolling in over the mountains (laughs) it is just perfect weather like I said, though, if I lived in the PNW and it was like this every day, I probably wouldn't like it as much, but yeah. I'll take this. Well, it's a little too cold for me, which is why I'm wearing <laughs> my sweatshirt. I've been bundled up and hibernating, and a lot has happened yep. while I haven't been here. So let's recap some things really quick and just get up to speed. Obviously, we have to start off with the freaking coyotes because they pooped on the Maple Leafs <laughs> last W-A-G-G-I-N night. Oh, my wagon. God. They're it's a wagon, electric. and they own Toronto. I love to see it. I literally hate all Canadian hockey teams. Yes. And Watching the Coyotes beat any Canadian hockey team makes me so happy. And Sean, you were there. You have to tell me what it was like being oh, at that game. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, it was, it was. I would say, a pretty split crowd. It was probably 50-50 Coyotes, uh, Maple Leafs. But the 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 Coyotes fans, they did not let themselves get out-cheered, out-yelled. Like, the, the Coyotes fans were present. And, I mean, that game started hot. Uh, Bukestad scored a goal real early in the game. And from at that point on, you could you could tell. It was it was going to be the O tonight yet again. It was it was an awesome experience. Michael Phelps was in the building. Vince oh, Vaughn was in the go. building. Um, it was it was really cool. Hockey oh. in Arizona, electric. I'm so jealous you were there. I absolutely relish in the tears of yes, Canadian hockey it is, fans. It is my favorite beverage. <laughs> and more incentive for Austin Matthews to come play for the yes. Coyotes one day. Um, <laughs> and more incentive for Jacob Chikrin to get shipped to Toronto. Oh, okay. Possibly, there you go. Just saying. Saying. I wouldn't hate to see that. I wouldn't hate it either. Um, so obviously that was great. Something that is bittersweet. Obviously, JJ Watt announced yeah. his retirement kind of surprisingly. I yeah. was caught off guard by his announcement. Too. Yeah, I just I figured he would want to win before he left, and he obviously hasn't done that here. Yeah. Um, so but good for him. He's accomplished a lot and he seems very happy. He's got his, his kid now. So yeah, I mean JJ Watt really doesn't seem the type to me to have like the ego of yeah. like a Tom Brady type where like I have to win before I retire, like have to go out on a high. No, like JJ Watt is very humble in my opinion. Yeah, so sure. I can see that side of it not mattering as much to him. And when he was talking during his press conference, you know, he's very realistic about the situation. He was like, I've been injured a lot. I had that heart scare. I have a brand new newborn okay, yeah. here. Like there's so much going on for him outside of football that you know he obviously is an incredible human being he won the walter payton manning year of the 
year, man, man of the year, year award. Yeah. Um, he's accomplished so much on the field. He's obviously one of the best to ever do at his position. There's no questioning like first ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Yeah. So he has accomplished so much, even though he ha- doesn't have a Super Bowl title under his belt. But I don't think that really matters to JJ. Yeah. I think him being a good dad is now his most important priority. And I think he gets to do that now. So yeah, for sure. No, he, he's a good person. So if he's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, congratulations to JJ on his retirement. Um, another thing that happened is the Suns have a new owner. Matt Ishbia is the new son- owner of the Suns, one of the youngest owners in sports history, but uh, especially in the NBA. He is very young. Yep. And I think this is great. I'm really excited about this, Sean. I think yeah. that they needed to move on as quickly as possible to get the stain of Robert Sarver <laughs> off of that organization. And obviously, Matt Ishbia has done um, a lot to prove that he is a good businessman, which is, I think, the Suns really needed. And also, he shows that he's already caring about the community. He yep. made a $100,000 donation to one of the Suns charities so that they can send underprivileged kids to go to their first NBA game, which I think is so great. Yeah, it's awesome. So I'm really excited about this new owner. Yeah, so so am I. And he, he, was, he was a college athlete, so it's not like he's just some rich guy right. who's just doing this as a passion project type thing. Like, he, he also loves basketball. Um, and he loves sports and you can see that with the work he's done at Michigan State and you're going to see it here now. So I, I think, like you mentioned, it is, it's a, a great new chapter. It came at the perfect time right near the end of the year. So you can cut, roll into 2023 with like kind of a, a clean slate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, it, it is a great time for the Suns and the Mercury. I, I, it's very, very happy to be a Suns fan right now. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to get us away from Robert Tarver. <laughs> yes. Um, some not great Suns news. However, Devin Booker is out for at least four weeks with a left groin strain. He will be reevaluated at that four-week mark, but there's no guarantee that he will be back on the court at that point. Uh, this is a huge blow for the Suns, yeah. and I'm going to get into this a little bit later with my New Year's resolutions, but I think this injury could have been avoided if Devin Booker had some help, and in many ways, he has been carrying this team on yeah. his back and in many games. Um, and I think, you know, it's just you don't want to see Devin Booker go down. Devin Booker is the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because he went down during probably one of the stroughest, the toughest part of the Suns schedule. Um, and, you know, they're barely hovering above 500 right now. And it's just ugh, you hate to see it, John. Yeah. I, the good thing for the Suns, though, is I feel like there's so much parity in the Western Conference that if you make the playoffs, regardless of your seed, you're going to have a chance to yeah. make a finals run. Yeah. So as long as they, they're still in a playoff spot when he comes back, like I think the Suns are still in good shape. But yeah, it, it, it does suck. The, the team was struggling a little bit and you would like to have your best player on the court yeah. uh, to kind of work out of that and they don't have that now but i i think the suns are okay i don't think this is like gonna ruin their season yeah. oh, as long as devin booker comes back they get, take as long as he needs and he comes back 100 percent, and it doesn't like get re-aggravated or anything like that i think the suns will be fine yeah it's just a bummer like the injury bug has plagued the suns yeah. all year this year and i was hoping that it would avoid devin booker at all costs <laughs> but it caught up to him and unfortunately he'll be missing at least four weeks but like you said they are in an okay position right now. I think um, the front office has a lot of decisions that they need yep. to make, and they need to make them sooner rather than later. But we'll get into that a little bit later with our New Year's resolutions. Um, the last thing that we need to talk about, um, I'm so sad about this one, kind of, eh, bittersweet. Yeah. Dalton Varsho, the man with many tools, has been traded the to tools. the Toronto Blue Jays in exchange for Gabrielle Moreno and Lourdes Gurriel. Uh, I feel so many mixed emotions about this. Like, I understand they have way too many left-handed hitters in their line, left hit, left-handed yeah. hitting outfielders yes. in their lineup. So I get it, but it just sucks because he has all the tools. He does have and all the tools. Great human being. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how yeah. I feel about this. Gold glove candidate into, I mean, outfield and utility. Um, 
it, it does it sucks a little bit right like he was not the outfielder that i wanted to get rid of i was more yeah. of a, a jake mccarthy guy but mm-hmm. when you consider the return I, I don't think you can be that upset about it one of the best catching prospects in recent history yeah. and lourdes guriel who is a, a a serviceable outfielder um i think he's it's a solid addition both guys that i got to watch uh, well no not gabby but lourdes guriel a guy that i got to watch a lot playing triple a baseball in buffalo okay. um I, I'm a huge fan of him. I think this is. I think the Diamondbacks won this trade. Um, they they had a surplus. They sold off some of that surplus, and they got a huge position of need um, at catcher. It's a great sign for the D-backs, in my opinion. I I am ecstatic. Yeah, they definitely addressed one of the most concerning positions that they had in their infield, which was the catching position. Yep. So I'm glad that they took care of that. But uh, I don't know. I become so like emotionally attached to these young guys yeah. that like, come up through the system. Um, and Varsho was just like one of those like special players that, you know, you could trust to put him wherever you want. He had so many great plays in the outfield this year. He was, uh, serviceable in many different spots. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of a bummer, but I understand the move. Um, and I'm happy that the D-backs did address that catching position. Cause that was obviously one that I was concerned about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a recap of everything going on in the Arizona sports scene. As of late, yep. we are about to get into our 2023 new year's resolutions, um, and put 22, 2022 to bed officially. officially but sean before we do that we got to talk about our guys at the underdog oh, fantasy yeah. app because boy do we love the underdog fantasy app not only does it make watching sports more enjoyable but it also allows you to win some money while you're yep. doing it and uh tell me sean have you won any money recently i have <laughs> i've been on a a burner recently i I'll, i've been making a good amount of money on the coyotes um because they've won three straight games Somehow, I don't know, um, and the Buffalo Sabres, but I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, my fantasy season, we don't got to get into details, did not end on a high note. It didn't go well. I may really? or may not have talked a lot really? of shit what happened, to somebody Sean? else that's on this show. Tell me. Tell me what I happened, Sean. Tell the people what happened with your have, fantasy football all right. season. So Michaela's team... Uh, 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 it was a really... Compared to the other teams in the playoffs, very low scoring. Uh, I okay. may or may not uh-huh. have used the fraud word to refer to her and her team on a number of occasions. Despite the fact that I was a third-ranked team yes. in, the, in the league. Despite okay. a, while having like 200 less points scored than me and the Doesn't matter. people. Yep. Third-ranked team. Okay. Called her fraud on a number of occasions, and I <laughs> specifically asked for the smoke in the first round of the playoffs. I said, I want it. I, I kind of wanted to lose in the last week of the regular season, so I would play Mac. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. And then what happened? Then Kirk what Cousins happened, completed the greatest comeback in NFL history. Um... <laughs> George Kittle had the best game he's had all year, uh-huh. and I got blown out, and blown I'm out. no longer in the Not playoffs. Not just, like, defeated, blown out. I got out. blown out. I got blown out. I so, had over 200 fantasy points. Yeah, I am going to shift my focus and my energy to the daily <laughs> fantasy on Underdog, where I've been a little more successful. Some pickums. Side note, like, just note, take uh, Carol Vamelka's higher on saves any chance you get. Take, uh, I mean, Buffalo Sabres, Tage Thompson higher on shots any t- chance you get. It's it's fun. I- I'm better at, at the daily stuff, at, at pickums than I am year-long fantasy so if you're if you're in the same boat as me check out underdog fantasy and it's pretty easy to get started go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app sign up with promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 dollars, or as shane likes to say 100 bones the exchange rate is one to one um but yeah check out underdog fantasy we love underdog Ooh. um Ooh. all right john before we finally put 2022 to rest i have to ask what your favorite sports moment from 2022 is but 
before you answer me, I want to ask our viewers and yeah. the people in our lovely comments, what was your favorite sports moment from 2022? Drop it in the comments right now. We will read them out before we do our 2023 years resolutions. I would love to know what your favorite sports moment was. Sean, tell me what yours is. There's a handful that I could choose from, but for me, it's got to be the, the first ASU game at the mullet. Uh, that, that, being there was awesome. And it's one of those sports moments where you're like this has to this has to have been scripted right like josh stone scoring the first ever goal at mold arena like it oh it, it i was still just, thinking about it. <laughs> it it was it was such an electric experience and a bunch of us were there to experience it so experiencing it with uh, not just my coworkers but my friends um was an amazing experience that i'm gonna remember well past this year and well past uh, just the, uh, for the rest of my life i'm gonna remember yeah. it so it, it was it was an amazing experience it was a landmark moment in asu athletics and arizona athletics and, and hockey to be honest. So it, w it was awesome to be just kind of a small, small part of it. And then we got to talk to Josh afterwards. So the whole the whole night was amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. I unfortunately couldn't be there because I was sick. But yeah. um, I'm sure that it was absolutely electric. I can't even imagine that. And like you mentioned, too, I think it was important for the school and the community. But I think it has an ever, even larger effect on just hockey being a yeah. viable sport here in the desert, absolutely. which to me is the most important thing um, because hockey belongs in Arizona. So absolutely. great pick. I love that. Um, I think my favorite sports moment from 2022, if you know me, you know, I'm a baseball girl through and through, and um, it might seem insignificant as a moment <laughs> in the overall grand <laughs> scheme of things, but to be honest, At there the wasn't a lot wasn't. of good things <laughs> to pick from. Um, it was Seth Beer's opening day walk-off. I yeah. mean, are you kidding me? Like, the Diamondbacks had such a shit season before that. It was so bad. It was so sad. And then yeah. to have opening day, a walk off by Seth Beer, like the whole crowd was losing their mind. They were chanting beer, beer, beer. Like Derek and I were broadcasting on the steps of a restaurant, like right side of right outside of Chase Field. And everyone walking by was so excited. Yeah. It was so fun. And it was a great sports atmosphere to be a part of. And for me, it was just like a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, my gosh, the Diamondbacks, like as bad and as tragic as last season was like, there are going to be good things to celebrate and fun moments that you can be a part of as a fan, which I always yeah. appreciate. So yeah. the Seth beer walk off on opening day was definitely my favorite one. Um, so that's what I'm going to pick. Let's see the comments. Charles Weddle Pike saying Zach Gallon's scoreless streak. Oh, yep. another Diamondbacks one. That was good. We got Diamondbacks fans in the comments the, the, today. The D-backs whole season was it for me. Like honorable mention, I had talked to you about it before. Alec Thomas's first career home run. Yeah. We were there. I had bet on it. And not only did I <laughs> bet on it, he walked up a Millie by Lil Wayne, his walk-up song that came up, my first my first words. Oh, this is gonna be a home run. Lo and behold, right to left field. Right to left field. I won some money on it. I got to experience first time I think I've ever seen someone's first career home run. It was an awesome That's moment. I cool. love I fell in love with the Arizona Diamondbacks this year. I have I I am this close to swearing off the narcotic that is the Boston Red Sox yes, and fully committing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'd love to hear it. Um, so <laughs> the Diamondbacks in general made, made my year. It's a, Aww, I, I, I love to hear up. that. We love the baby backs. Oh, yeah. um, speaking of the baby backs, Chris Melton saying call-ups. Yeah, they were next level this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just seems like the Diamondbacks were calling up stud after stud after stud. And they're going to do it again this year. They're going to do it again this year because their farm system is loaded. Loaded. Um, and they like when they called them up, they seemed to have the most impactful moments yeah. like right after that. It was yeah. a wild um, it was so cool to watch. There was just like some, there's some magic surrounding the baby yeah. backs. Um, and I really feel like this team is going to be good in the coming years. So that was really cool to see. Um, Daniel saying Herm getting canned and Dillingham getting the head coach job. That was almost my pick too, to be <sighs> honest, Daniel. Um, that press conference with Dilly Dilly was 
So cool to watch just because I have grown so apathetic towards Arizona State and their their athletic (laughs) programs because they're so mediocre. They keep disappointing me. Um, So to see someone like Kenny come in and have such passion and emotion around this program, like really invigorated my love of Arizona State, which I almost thought was impossible to do because I'd grown so apathetic. But it was really cool to see Kenny get that job and how much he appreciated it and how excited he is about this program. Yeah, I do have to say, I know we're both Sun Devils, but seeing U of A win the Pac-12 championship in Vegas. Yeah, that was another another one on my list. A pretty cool moment. I cannot lie. It was was awesome. At least if if ASU wasn't going to win it, it came to Arizona. Yeah, Um, as much as it kills me to say that. Dude, Ben Matherin. I know. I can say it because he's not a Wildcat anymore. I love that man. Yeah. He's so good at basketball. Watching him live was so, so much fun. Yeah, it was my first Pac-12 tournament uh, that I got to cover, and it was really cool being there in Vegas with obviously all of you guys, but also just being so close to action and watching yeah. Arizona like win at the end of it was <laughs> really cool. <laughs> and, I mean, the first 95% of ASU's game was electric. Yeah. The end was terrible. The end was horrible. Uh, but up up until that point, it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, well, okay, we're just going to pretend that we didn't talk about um, <laughs> anything that was positive with the Arizona Wildcats. Jacob, behind the Mac, father, overlord, Jacob, do you have right. a great moment from 2022 that you want to share with us? I mean, it was it was probably anything D-backs related. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. My first well, so, yeah, like, the Dalton Varso trade had me hyped. The Dalton Varso oh, okay. trade had us right. running yeah. around the office. <laughs> yeah. um, like, am I sad that Dalton Varso is gone? Yeah, but now there is, there is two legit Rookie of the Year candidates. Yeah. For this team. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, insane. I, I think that this team could be the next Arizona team to win a championship. Oh, I, I've, I've, said that, I've said that on this show on a number of occasions. No. I'm right there with you. Um, I would have called you crazy, but considering how the Cardinals of the Sun seasons have gone, I might retract that statement. Um, that was a good one. Obviously, we're Diamondbacks lovers on the show, so yeah. they, they, they deserve their flowers. They've been through a lot. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's put 2022 to bed. The year is almost over. We are what three days, two day, one day, oh, one day away <laughs> you, from the you, new yeah, year. You get three, no, two, no, no, one. What? One day away from the new year. Um, and I am stoked to head into twenty twenty three with some good energy. So, Sean, let's go through what our New Year's resolutions are for every team in the Valley, and I think we should probably start with the Arizona Cardinals because. They've been in the news a lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot. So, Sean, start us off. What would your New Year's resolution be for the Arizona Cardinals? Listen, I know Cardinals fans, there's a lot of Cardinals fans that might not like to hear this. Oh, boy. My New Year's resolution for the Cardinals is to plan for the future at quarterback. <laughs> and I'm not saying get rid of Kyler Murray, but we know already that Kyler is not going to start the year. And when you look at the situation that the Cardinals were in this year after Kyler got hurt, they had a backup in Colt McCoy who can't stay healthy. They had a backup in in Trace McSorley who was terrible. And now we have David Blau or whatever his name is starting for the Cardinals. Blau. Like Blau, yeah. Who, who cares? Blau. Who? No, David Blah. Exactly. It's David Blah. <laughs> um, he, he like they have to be prepared for for. Like, they have to have a contingency plan at quarterback. Yeah. And I'm not saying you go and you draft a quarterback in the first round. I think that's ridiculous. Kyler Murray is still the quarterback of the future, in my opinion. But at the very least, you get to the third round, fourth round, draft a quarterback who you might be able to develop into something and you at least have there for the start of the season. And if in, in the situation in Kyler, in, 
and Kyler might go down. Or you go and you sign somebody like uh, Johnny had mentioned to me, uh, Jameis Winston or or David Carr is probably he's going to be a starter somewhere. But you go get another quarterback just in case. I think you need to be prepared for that. So so my New Year's resolution for the Cardinals is just to be prepared. Just they can have Russell Wilson yourself. if they want him. <laughs> I wouldn't, though. I wouldn't want him. <laughs> I would not want him, especially as a backup. <laughs> Um, no, I think that's fair. I think, um, like you mentioned, Kyler Murray, I think he might even be out longer than we were um, anticipating because not only does he have the uh, ACL tear, he mm-hmm. also has something wrong with his meniscus as well that we found out about. So uh, it's going to be a little bit of a rough journey for Kyler Murray to make it back to the field. And I think having a plan at quarterback is a very reasonable New Year's resolution. My resolution for the Cardinals is to freaking find a new head coach and a new yeah. GM for the love of God. I'm tired of Cliff Kingsbury. Like, hashtag Firecliff. I'm on that train so hard. Like, I've seen enough. I'm just done with it. Like, he, I just, no. No more Cliff Kingsbury. No more Steve Kime, for the love yeah, of God. you got to fire Kime first. Blow it up. Like, J.J. Watt's retiring. Half of this roster is injured. There are going to be so many moving pieces that come with, like, all that's going on yeah. with this team. Like, just blow it up. Just blow it up. I think... Charles Well Pike said it in like, yeah, time to blow it up. Yeah. I agree. I think it's time for the Cardinals to take this as an opportunity to have a clean slate. Rumors that have been surrounding, and they are rumors, they are unconfirmed, reported, hearsay, whatever. But the rumors that are surrounding Steve Kime are really bad. Yeah. And if any of them come to light to be true, there's no way in the Lord's no green earth he should ever be a yeah. general manager here or anywhere else. He probably shouldn't already. Yeah, uh, but. yeah, we can. That's a discussion. <laughs> yeah, another time. A discussion, <laughs> We're way but... past Steve Kimes, Steve Kimes Prime. Um, but yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to blow it up. It's time to start over with a clean slate. Do whatever it takes to get Sean Payton in. I don't care. Just get anyone else besides Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, I'm so tired of that man being our head coach. Um, and we just need to move on. And it's yeah. time for the Cardinals to start fresh and just build from the ground up. And for the love of God, like. Please just get us on the right path and pick the right GM and the right head coach for this organization. Yeah, I just need whoever the new GM is to just actually successfully draft somebody in the first round. Um, Please don't (laughs) mess that up. Yes, that would be wonderful. Um, You did mention um, the backup, Colt McCoy. He will be playing. uh, Allegedly, he has cleared concussion protocol. So we will see him on the field, which, uh, I mean, do we even watch the games anymore? Are you watching the games at this point? No. Yeah, no, I've given up. Punted on the season. I have no interest. Um, so at least we don't have to suffer through another McSorley game. What is up with Cardinals quarterbacks last names? McSorley and Bleh? <laughs> and McCoy. Yeah. It, it, they do have an interesting the quarterback room is just fascinating to me. The the, the, yeah. the 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 diversity of characters. It's bizarre. It's quite bizarre. Um, all right, let's move on to the Phoenix Suns because I think they are the next uh, most noteworthy team yeah. in this valley right now with everything going on with them. So, Sean, what is your New Year's resolution for the Phoenix Suns? Okay, another one. Suns fans might not want to hear this. Are you on the warpath this morning? A little bit. <laughs> Y'all need to be prepared to blow this shit up. That's not going to go over well. I know it's not going to go over well. But if you get to the playoffs again and you shoot the bet again, you can't. It, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. You can't put it on the season now. No, no, not, not now. No, no. But I'm saying in 2023, you need to be prepared. Oh. If the season does not go well and you shit the bet in the playoffs again, you need to be prepared to make radical changes. I'm not saying trade Devin Booker or anything crazy like that. But, like, you need to be prepared to 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 restart a little bit. 
Yeah. Like it's kind of like the Cardinals. Like you were close. You you had your opportunity, but it's clear that that window has passed. And I'm not saying the window for the Suns hasn't passed at this moment. But again, yeah. if you if you get eliminated in an embarrassing fashion by the Mavericks again, you can't just run out the same team next year and expect the same thing, something different to happen. Um, so you just have to be prepared, so like like the Cardinals. I'm not saying you got to you got to go crazy right now, but you got to be prepared for the future, and you got to be prepared to to change directions a little bit. So that's all I'm saying for the Suns. Yeah, no, I think I agree with you, actually. I think if, for whatever reason, this year doesn't work out for the Suns like we're all hoping it will, and you know what I mean when I say yeah. that, I think at that point, you've got to take this new owner, like you just you have to blow it up and yeah. you have to retool because obviously the pieces that we have here aren't going to get us to where we need to go. Um, so I think, you know, blowing it up aside from trading Devin Booker is reasonable. Like, um, I think that's a thing that the Suns do have to think about um, because we can't keep getting to a point just to be disappointed. Like, yeah. it has to go further than where we've gotten it so far. Like, there has to be a title somewhere in this yeah. <laughs> craziness. Second round exits year after year, are you might as well just not make the playoffs. I have no interest in it. Yeah, so I definitely agree. I think that's reasonable that if this year doesn't go the way that we're all hoping it does to letting go and blowing it up and retooling, I think is definitely reasonable. Um, before we get to that point, though, my New Year's resolution for the Suns, I'm still I'm still hinging hope. I still have hope inside of me, which is probably foolish as an Arizona sports fan because my hope will just be crushed in a couple of months. But I have a strong affinity for the Phoenix Suns. I don't know what it is. I love my Colorado sports teams yeah. with the Suns. That's the one that I defect on, and I am a Suns girl. So for me, my New Year's resolution is they need to make a trade impactful enough to make a finals run and to freaking win a championship. Yeah, I know it might seem crazy right now because the team is in shambles injuries-wise. Campaign, Cam Johnson, Devin Booker, like I get it. It's a mess right now, and it's looking pretty bleak um, to some Suns fans. I think the window for their championship hasn't slammed shut yet. No. I think there is a reasonable shot that they have at it when all those guys hopefully yeah. come back. Um, I do think, though, that if you are looking at a Kyle Kuzma-type trade, Cam Johnson is a piece that's going to have to go um, along with Jay Crowder because of the salary cap issue and the fact that they have no literally no salary space um so obviously trading a piece away like that is gonna suck just because i love the the guys that are on the team now um but you know obviously there are ideal situations like a demar Derozan or siakam which are probably very big long shots yeah um so kyle kuzma is a little bit more realistic but i just i think it's hard too because you mentioned earlier in the show the parody in the nba this year this year is and I actually love it. I'm so no, for yeah, this. Like, a, this is a great year in the NBA. I have checked out. Of, I used to check out of the NBA and not even bother following at all because I always knew who was going to win or at least be in the championship game yeah. at the end of the year every single year before the season even started. So the fact that we have so much parity in the NBA, I actually really enjoy it. And I have checked back into being an NBA fan because of it. But it also makes it hard because then you have less teams willing to blow up or give away big pieces because there's so much parity especially at this point in the season and also, you know, probably going into January as well. So like it's hard because you don't have a clear cut picture of the pieces that you can pull from, from other teams because there's so much parity. So you're going to have to pull from teams like Toronto or like maybe the jazz who are a little further out of the playoff picture and who are willing to trade away those pieces. But um, if you do pick up like a Kyle Kuzma, obviously you're willing to let go of like a Cam Johnson. Yeah. Um, yeah. I am frustrated that Jay Crowder is still on this roster. I will say that. So am I. Um, I wish that they would have 
figured that out way before this point. But on the, on the p- flip side of that, at least you know that this team is not at full strength yet. Like, you know, they're going to hopefully improve it in some way. Yeah. So it, it's going to get better. Yeah. I mean, they have to. I don't think that they can. Looking at where this team is right now, I don't think there's any possible way that you can look at this roster and say, we're fine. We're not oh, changing yeah. anything. We're not making any additions. At least, you know, bigger additions. Like, I think yeah. they have to make a big move. Like, I, they I have to bring someone in here that is going to make a difference for this team because they can't do it right now. I don't have faith in this roster as it stands to make it to the finals and win a championship because that's what everybody said last year. Everyone's like, this is it. This is the yep. team. The Suns are going to be great. They don't need to do anything. Like, this is awesome. Like, the Suns are it. They're not it. They're not it. They had their chance to prove it to us last year that this was the roster that could do it, and they didn't do it. Yep. So I think they have to make a big move. They have to bring in someone like a Kyle Kuzma. Like I said, there are other names out there that I think would be more impactful, but being realistic, especially with the salary cap issue that this team is facing, like, they, especially with the power forward, small, like, I don't know, they just need to fix, they need to fix it and they need yes. to make a move because the team as it stands right now is not in good shape yeah. physically and like figuratively. <laughs> yeah, Maybe this is why I love the sun or the Cardinals or wow, over two, the D-backs and the Coyotes <laughs> so much because I got here and they were bad. So I didn't have any expectations for them. So anytime they do something fun, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. With the Suns and the Cardinals, I got here and I was like, okay, these are Super Bowl contenders. And then they let me down and I get frustrated with them. Um, I don't want that to happen anymore. I'm tired of being frustrated with the Suns. Yeah, me uh, too. So we'll see, but hopefully um, they figure it out. Jan Paul Edward DDO saying we need a mover. It's Slim Pickens. It really is Slim Pickens. Like I was saying, yeah. like the parody in the NBA this year has made it so difficult to really like focus in on a a target that is realistic for this team because I think there are a lot of teams that are like holding their cards close to their chest because they think that they still have a shot at it because look at how they performed so far this season. Um, And then he also said, anyone want crazy Draymond on the team? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, I don't want him punching any of my (laughs) sweet baby uh, twins. Yeah, sweet baby Cam in the face. No, thank you. Uh, Draymond can stay far, far, far away for that. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I'm just hoping that the Suns uh, prove me hopefully right and that my hope in this team is not crushed and destroyed into little tiny pieces and they do something to fix (laughs) the debacle of what's happening right now. But the other issue, too, that I would want to mention is um, you know, Matt Ishbia hasn't fully taken control of the team yeah. yet. Like the board of governors still has to vote. And um, until that happens, Robert Sarver has control over signing off on trades. And I'm not saying that he would, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little jaded about this whole situation yeah. and tried to throw this team out of the bus, which kind of just adds like another layer of complexity in this yeah. entire situation that I really makes me uneasy because I don't trust Sarver as far as I can throw him and I can't throw him at all. So... <laughs> Uh, it's just a crazy situation. Um, it is. But what's not so crazy is making money off of the NBA yes. because it's super easy to do on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sean. Yeah. I um, the, Betting on the Suns has been a little frustrating. So I, I've, I've, you know, I've kind of stayed away from the Suns. You could fade the Suns. That's but fine. That's okay. I like betting on the Clippers a lot because I think they're a scrappy team. But whether you want to bet on or against the Suns, do it. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, download the app now and sign up with code PHNX. Place a five dollar pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I freaking love betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook so app. It makes watching sports just so much more. I made fun. fifty bucks on the Yotes <laughs> last night. Did you really? Yeah. What did you do? What I just was your bet, bet their money line. I put fifteen dollars on the money line. Got paid out like fifty-one and some change or something like that. It was it was a good night. I love I love betting on the Coyotes. 
I've been making See, some good money. That surprises me because I have two rules in sports betting, and it's well, three. Don't bet on the Coyotes. Don't bet on anything ASU, and don't bet on the Rockies or the D backs because so, you just never know what's going to happen. I will never bet. I, I will never bet on the on ASU. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, it's too frustrating for me. Um, D backs. I love doing it because, as you know, as we talked about, I think on this show before, I, I like you know going to D backs games by myself and just kind of watching. Betting on it keeps me engaged, and I made—I actually did pretty good on the D-backs. I made some money on the D-backs. Thanks in large part to Father Overlord Jacob. He would give me some some home run bets, and they hit more often than they didn't, which is crazy because there's no reason that should have happened. Um, and hockey, I, I normally don't bet on the 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 Yotes, but they're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, and as you may or may not crazy know, the Yotes own Toronto and the Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs, so I, I was confident they were going to win. Yes, the Arizona Coyotes do, in fact, own the Toronto Maple Leafs. And speaking of the Coyotes, Sean, hit me with your 2023 New Year's resolution for the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, the war path continues, because I don't think Coyotes fans are going to like... Well, some of them might. I, I feel like it's kind of mixed, but my New Year's resolution for the Arizona Coyotes is to say, fuck the tank. Oh, my God. And let the cards fall I hate this. where they may. Listen, oh, I hate this. At this point, they're not, going to, get, they're not going to finish last in the, in the <laughs> NHL. It's not going to happen. I hate this. The, the, the Blackhawks <laughs> are just so abysmal, and they're also going to trade their stars. They're going to trade Patrick Kane. They're going to trade Jonathan, Jonathan Taze. They're, they're bad. The Coyotes are not catching them. They're currently in 27th in the NHL. I think, as of last night, they're closer to the playoffs than they were. This is what we've got. So right now, the Coyotes have 31 points so far this season. They're tied with the Flyers. In mm-hmm. last place is the Blackhawks with 20. Blue Jackets with 22, Ducks with 24, Sharks with 29. So there are four teams below them in the standings, and they're tied with the Flyers with 31 points. Yeah, it's it's just like, as it is right now, they're not going to finish last. They're not going to finish last. They might not even finish second last. Jonathan? I know, I know. But <laughs> the, part of my reason for saying this is is... Look at the Coyote. Look, look at their history. We have no reason to believe that even if they finish last in the in the NHL, they they're going to get the first get the overall. overall pick. Exactly. <laughs> at this point, and some of the, the members of the Coyotes chat last night kind of referenced this, but I think the hockey gods might look favorably on the Coyotes for kind of tanking the right way and still playing good and playing hard hockey. And I mean, reality is they're going to trade players at the trade deadline. They're going to get worse. So I'm not saying like go trade gone. for go trade for fucking Austin Matthews right now and try and win a Stanley Cup. That's not happening. But I'm just saying, you know, don't enjoy the wins. Have fun with it. Let the cards fall where they may, and maybe the the hockey gods will look on us favorably for doing that as opposed to trying to be the worst team in the NHL. Um, I love your optimism, but I strongly disagree. Uh, (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I understand it. (laughs) My New Year's resolution for the Coyotes in 2023 is hashtag shit the bedard. What are we doing? Stop winning games. <laughs> I know I just talked about how much I literally loved watching you all decimate the Toronto Maple Leafs, which I did. What did they do the game before that, though? They beat the... They decimated oh your Shut Colorado up. Shut up. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, I love watching you guys defeat teams that are not the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> but, like, can we stop it? Please, please, please. Okay, we're done. You guys have owned the Maple Leafs this year. I'm so proud of you. We are tanking for the rest of the season because Connor Bedard is him. He is him. He is him. He's Connor Bedard is right unbelievable. <laughs> he, is. he just tied the Canadian record for most goals ever at the World Juniors with 14 goals after his uh, two goal and six point performance against Austria. Are we kidding? Are we kidding? And the worst part of it is you keep hearing Bedard to Gunther in the World Juniors, yeah. and there's a chance you could see that in the Coyotes. Like, and Coyotes oh, are boy, one for two right good. now on getting the great Canadians out of Canada. Like, can we go two for two and shit the Bedard, please? Yeah. Please. 
I, like, listen. I if we don't get, I'm gonna. I uh, listen. I want to get Connor Bedard, mm. but I was also talking about this P last night. Look, he's a generational franchise changing talent. Look at the other generational franchise changing talents over the last ten years. What have any of them done? <laughs> Jack Eichel hasn't done anything. Connor McDavid hasn't done anything. Austin Matthews hasn't done anything other than get eliminated in the first round of the playoffs and lose to the Coyotes every single time. Like, getting Bedard is not a guarantee. And, and even if you do get, a, get Bedard, winning is not a guarantee. So I, I feel like you just kind of have no, to... No, I disagree. But for, Whatever you have to do to get Bedard on this fucking roster, I, listen, you do I, it. I, I want him on the roster. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. You kind of got to let these things play out. But for the, 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 the pro-tank crowd, they do have an, a... A, the potential to end slash start end this year slash start the next year on a good note because they do have to play the two two of the last three Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning on New Year's Eve in Tampa Bay at 3 p.m. Um, it, that, that is a game they could lose and that might be a good way to start the year for the tank. So we'll Listen, see. It's time to tank. Hashtag time to tank. It's time to do it now. I don't care what you have to do. I don't care how many lottery balls you have to like jank like whatever but i'm saying if you can if you can rig the if you can rig the the lottery win all the games you want and then go rig the lottery that's the that's the oh, prime situation no. uncle gary needs to come through for us oh, okay, he needs to come yeah. through for us come and rig the, rig, rig the election rig the <sighs> the lottery and let the coyotes win come on and also uncle give gary. us the first overall pick i just give it to the black can you blame a girl for wanting Connor Bedard? No, no but also hey adam fantilli is pretty damn good too so second place wouldn't suck on uh, all right, let's round out our New Year's resolutions with the Arizona Diamondbacks, who we've been speaking so fondly of this entire yeah. podcast, which kind of makes my heart a little happy. Um, Sean, what is your New Year's resolution for the Arizona Diamondbacks? I don't think I'm going to upset anyone with this one, minus me maybe being a little overzealous. <laughs> okay, good. We're ending on a good note. Make the playoffs, baby. <laughs> this Arizona Diamondbacks, you are a MLB wildcard team. Listen, I'm not necessarily saying it's realistic, Oh, I, no, I think it is realistic. I think I, I think you look where this team was last year. They've gotten better so far. If they can Expanded address some playoffs. of the yeah, if they can address some of the 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 issues in the bullpen, which is was obviously the biggest problem. They're and they can obviously. somehow figure figure <laughs> out a way to never let Madison Bumgarner touch a baseball in a Diamondbacks uniform again. If they can figure those two things out, this is a good team. I, I, I was talking about it with Jacob before the show. They and Jacob mentioned it. They have they have multiple Rookie of the Year candidates. I think Tory is a, is a is a Manager of the Year candidate. Um, Zach Gallon is a is a definitive Cy Young candidate if he can even come close to what he did last year. This team is good, man. Yeah. They're a good team. Tory's a great manager in my opinion. The team's getting better. They're super fun. I think this could be a playoff team. The, the 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 Padres consistently shit the bed. They just kind of choke. The Dodgers got worse. I'm not saying that, that the D-backs are going to compete with the Dodgers, but the Dodgers got worse. The, the Giants didn't get any better, Rockies despite their best horrible. efforts, and the Rockies are dog shit. Like, <laughs> if this is an, there's an opportunity for the Diamondbacks. I, I didn't think they could make the playoffs. Don't underestimate the fact that the schedule changes this year and so you that's see true. they yes, played a significantly less, less amount of yes. your, yep. your your division rivals division yeah rivals. That is good and point. The, there the, is the there is the 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 sean series that red sox do come into town Diamondbacks win that we're i'm, I'm banning off. you from speaking of that baseball team on this podcast the red sox oh yeah, yeah. the fire tory crowd is about to be real they're gonna be sick to their stomach listen i have always loved tory he's, he's a phenomenal a guy phenomenal manager and i think the tory crowd fire tory crowd is out of their mind there is a possibility i have to go look this up there's a possibility that he managed lord Gurriel in, in buffalo because i know oh, he was a, a manager for the yeah. 
I don't, and not that that really means anything. I don't think Loris Goriel is going to come out and be an MVP candidate because of it. But I, I think it, it. That's a good connection to have, though. It's interesting. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, I love Tori. I love Tori. I, I love the Diamondbacks. I do think there is a legitimate possibility for them to make the playoffs. I also love your resolution. I agree. I think there is a very reasonable chance they make the playoffs considering all the factors that you mentioned and just the fact that, like, if they can get this bullpen to get it together for the love of God and they can get Madison Bumgarner to retire and go be a rodeo just star. literally like, anything. Fly literally into the anything. Sun. Like, put Madison Bumgarner in the bullpen at this point. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, like, I, honestly, I that would That would be it. very anti-productive in fixing the bullpen, but I don't care. Just stop hey, him from pitching. Man, that's, sometimes it's what people need. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Mariano Rivera started as a starter. And he ended up being the greatest the closer of all time. God, Typically, Mad Bum's good in, like, the first three innings. Yeah. And then he trails off out. at that point. Yeah, throw him out for an inning. Maybe he's the maybe he's the answer to the closer Stop because that. they don't no, have one. That's, <laughs> that's bad. That's, that's asking not for it. Doom. Get worse. That's asking for doom. Yeah, you think Mark Melance is gonna figure it out? I mean, it, dude, if Mark Melance figures it out. Who did? Didn't they just trade the for a closer, a pitcher? They did. They got. A, they signed a pitcher, but I don't think it was they a did. closer. So they signed Miguel Castro. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's gonna be the closer. I just keeping a really close eye on Shintaro Fujinami out of Japan. Um, Japan. There you go. He's throws like hundred miles an hour and has a nasty splitter. Yeah. And they are very much in the running for him. Yeah, as cool. a as a former Red Sox fan, I, I well, no stop talking about that team. I said former. I wish I, I wish the Diamondbacks had gone and got Ken, Kenley Jensen instead of uh, the Sox. I, I just I also don't trust Kenley Jensen. Again, it's better than what they have going on now. Yeah, well, I agree. But we they would can, be better. They than can make they the playoffs if they can figure out their tragic tragic bullpen and they can figure out how to stop Madison Bumgarner Mac from pitching a baseball. Warming up the bullpen cart. Um, yeah, I sure am. <laughs> that thing is going to be active if they don't do juiced. it. Um, I'll do it for them. Um, <laughs> my New Year's resolution for the Diamondbacks is to stay the course. Absolutely. Do not, under any circumstance, and I'm talking to you, Mike Hazen, <laughs> do a dumbass move like you've done in the past and. Take all of the amazing assets that you've built and trade them away for a ridiculous thing like a Zach Renke. The contract is too big. A Madison Bumgar. I don't care. Don't do it. Do not under any circumstance. I swear I'm to right all things high you. and holy. Do not do it. I'm right there with Stay you. Stay the course. Commit to this rebuild that you have done and you have masterfully put together. I'm giving you credit for that because the bolt the farm system looks incredible. The talent that is here is because of your efforts. So kudos to you. So stay the freaking course. Do not, under any circumstance, trade away any of the talent that we have. Yeah. The timeline is not ready for that. We are not at the point where we need to bring in a big ace pitcher or a big bat in the lineup. Just have faith in the farm system that you've built and this homegrown talent and leave it. Yeah. <laughs> and let it develop. Let it. Let, let <laughs> do the, not the trade farm. it away. Let the plants grow. Let them germinate. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, John Paul God. Edward Adio said it like, the Diamondbacks were a farm team, though. We get talent and trade them to win somewhere else. And that has Not, that's been the case in the past. It has. Absolutely, but, I mean, it has. You look at where they are now. They developed a bunch of talent. They're still on the team. They had a surplus at, at, at in outfield that we talked about. They traded it, but they traded it for a tremendous prospect yeah. and more depth in the outfield. Yeah. Like it, it, They weren't just giving him away. So uh, I think it is different now. But I'm with you. They 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 have to prove that it's different, and yeah. they have to stay the course. They have to stay the course. They have to believe in what they've done yep. so far, and they Trust have to the keep going. We are not at the point yet where it's time to bring in big heavy hitter and big names. Yeah, depending this on how this year goes, you could might, we might be there next year. Maybe yes, but possibly. we're not there right now. Absolutely, I could see us being there next year, but I think we need one more year. One more of marination, at least letting the talent marinate. Yeah, <laughs> that's, how get get the, that's how you get that's how you get the good flavor in there. You let it you let it smoke for a little bit. And yeah, then, and then yeah. You, then you bring it out. <laughs> 
gotta let the talent marinate okay yeah. we can't get, get rid of the talent you can't take the talent Rub off the in. cook too early okay just let it cook let it um go. which i think that they will do i think yeah, I th- I think I Mike Hazen. Hazen has been burned by the decisions of the past. He is yeah. haunted by Zach Greinke. He is haunted by Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're on the same page now. He doesn't want to be having any more demons around. <laughs> um, so let's stay the course, the Diamondbacks. We are almost there. This year is going to be fun. And then past this year, it's going to be really fun. So just stay with us. Stay with it. Yeah. Uh, all right, Sean. Do you have any other New Year's resolutions that you want to share, myself, personal I- or otherwise? I personally am not a big New Year's resolution guy, um, but I do need to get my ass in the gym. I know it's basic. Oh, that is very basic. I, but I need, I need, uh, look, this is cute. The, everything neck down, maybe not, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's a little squishy here. And I know that's for some people, but I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Hey, dad pods are in. That is true. Um, That's true. I love that. I, for the first time in my life, completed all of my year goals in 2022. I completed all of them. So I'm very proud of myself. I feel realistic goal setting is something that helped me accomplish that. So I'm going to set some more goals in 2023. And hopefully I can do the same thing that I did in 2022. Because it was actually really rewarding completing all those goals that I set out for myself. I believe it. Never done it before. So I'm excited for that. Do you have any New Year's Eve plans? Are you going anywhere? Are you doing anything fun? I have a friend coming in town. Um, from Vegas, um, him and his girlfriend. I don't know. It may ruin my New Year's Eve. Oh no! <laughs> um, because she wants to do stuff that I do not want to do. Um, oh no! So we'll see how this goes. Oh boy! Um, I I may, I may have to uh, you know dabble in the OGs so I can kind of enjoy myself regardless of the situation. You read my mind. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to be enjoying some OGs yep. uh, for New Year's as well because why not? It's New Year's. You might as well have fun, right? Yeah. Some people, and you know, in Spain, they eat grapes. Some people cheers the, the champagne. I'm a, In Arizona, we eat OGs at midnight. <laughs> orange creamsicle. What better way um, to start the year with some orange creamsicle. creamsicle? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Orange creamsicle, OGs, elite, Money. unmatched, so Money. good. And then after that, I'm going to take a sleepy time oh geez and pass out uh and sleep the day away on the first no i'm just kidding i'm not doing that my goals (laughs) start on the first but if you want to participate in the ogs fun like the rest of us on new year's head to your local dispensary where you cannot find them you must be 21 years or older to enjoy uh pick up that orange cream school flavor because it is to die for uh sean oh connor in the comments saying good job mac thank you i'm proud of myself for accomplishing my goals you too guys it's being so nice to me today it's because it's my first podcast back in a little yeah, bit um love to hear it well i had a great time sean did you have fun yes i did this is fun let's Same. do this again next week yeah uh no i will be gone oh. well the week after that <laughs> yeah the week after that I, i'll be i'll be you just shut it the fuck down he was well, like no i mean <laughs> I, didn't want, me, yeah, for I didn't want to miss like, i didn't want the people to think they're going to be here next week and they'd be disappointed by whoever's replacing me you know like uh, just two weeks from now you got i got people waiting we love a realistic What game. airline are you taking, Sean? Not Southwest. That's a good, good choice. Um, American good on the way there, Delta on the way back. I'm going to be watching his kitty while he's gone. That's true. Yeah. so excited. I freaking love cats. Um, all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. You all are the absolute best. I hope you have a safe New Year's Eve celebration and you are having a wonderful New Year's and a 2023, a blessed 2023 to you all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week at 1230. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye.